Don't you worry, Alloy. I'll find a way to whip this group into shape. Hello, and welcome back to the Lost Legends of Scadriel Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your host and narrator, Trevor, and with me I have the rest of the Lost Legends. Hi, I'm John. I go by Clovermite Online, and I play Tony Darkomancy. I'm David. I play Lord Falcone. I'm Kelly, and I play Merida. My name is Brian, and my character's called Tajmil. Let's jump back in. Um, so ignoring all of the nonsense at the end of last episode, uh, the group has reconvened at, uh, Tony's apartment, uh, his townhouse, where a freshly sutured Tajmil is being chastised by, uh, Wittens for breaking a window. Um, after, after settling all of that chaos, um, there is a knock at the door and you hear a familiar voice say, you gonna let me in, or am I gonna stand out here all day? Wait, is the rest of us back too? Yeah, every, every, lets for the in. sake of simplicity, everybody's back. Mm -hmm. Boy, you guys sure like to skip town, don't you? I mean, when you owe people money or ATM beads, or when you're about to perform the biggest heist since the survivor himself, you just leave town. <laughs> I, I gotta say, it's a, uh, it's nice to know that it wasn't personal. Hold on a second, Snee. We've got some serious business here. Tajmil, you broke my window in my bedroom? I don't even want to get into this right now, Tony, but I'm thinking about contacting I'm an attorney. I'm not happy. I want to get into it right now. Your butler got mad at me because of I beat him at a game of cards or something, and he, he picked me up, walked up the stairs, and threw me. Didn't my bird make it to you to tell you, warning you of this? Can I pause this for a second? Sure. See, while this is going on, Merida's just going to grab Snee, not grab him, but like lead him into the other room and just be like, we're having human difficulties at the moment. Please Lord wait. Falcone would follow into the room. I think he'd instantly give it the blank. <laughs> I think Wittens follows as well. <laughs> Thank you, Wittens. <laughs> Wittens, please close the door on your way in. <laughs> uh, certainly, sir. So wait, Wittens abandons Tony without even defending his honor? <laughs> yep. Wittens has given up on you and Tajmil. He's glad to see that you're taking a step up. See? And he wants to. I he told wants, you, Tony. He wants you to take care of this on your own. He's not abandoning you. Wittens is probably watching you spread your wings. Wittens, is this true? Did you throw him out the window? Uh, of course not, sir. If I had thrown him out the window, he'd no longer be breathing to tell about it. <laughs> Yes, he did, Tony, and I barely escaped. Tony looks back at Tajmil and just glares. I even have a scar on it. This, You know, he's injured me. What should be done about this? I feel like um, I should get at least a whole tea set, you know. Tajmil, you're fired. I'm going to find someone what? else to carry my books now. Uh, Tajmil, go ahead and give me a steel pushy roll. Oh, what is that? Uh, you have a rating of six. Okay. Um, or I'm sorry, five, not six. Why did I say six? I didn't get anything, so... Um, you do not notice as uh, you weren't happening to be burning your steel, 
and then suddenly uh, buried in the wood next to your face is a knife still quivering as the door shuts behind Witten's and he leaves the room. Oh, what? And Tony, like, jumps back. Wait, say that again? I'm confused by that. Witten's threw a knife at you. Someone threw oh, a knife at you. Oh, snap. I didn't think that the old bag had it in him. Uh, he was reinforcing the point that should he actually want to dispose of you, you would be disposed of. Witten's is Tony, our Alfred. what am I to do? Is this, a ki- is this the type of people you're, you're hiring here? I mean, I thought you were supposed to be, you know, kind of like an upper class guy. You weren't like hoity-toity, but I mean, you were better than me. It's not saying much, but still. Tajmil. You destroyed the window in my bedroom. Well, I didn't. I'm not happy. But... And you're fired. And then Tony walks out and joins the rest of them. Okay. Um, if... um, Tajmil, your resources go to five. John or uh, Tony, your permanent spent goes down to two. Oh. Am I still at four spent? Even though it's only wait, shouldn't it go down to one? Were you paying? No, you were only paying uh, Tajmil one. No, I thought I was paying him two because my permanent spent went up to three. What, what's the other one? Uh, you already had one left over from uh, your mom cutting you off. You had one for the cave ah. and one for Tajmil. Because you, you decreased okay. the it's amount the um, from what you were paying Jane. But then uh, as I joined in the other room, I quickly asked Wittens to inquire to find someone else to carry the books for me. I would be happy to look into it, sir. Um... Before this uh, this meeting gets underway, do I have plausible deniability cooking in the kitchen? Of and course he looks do. towards Merida. Wait, what is he implying? Can should he be uh, he's here? He's asking if he should he leave. Oh, yes, Wittens, that'd be great. Ah, oh, most excellent. Let me just go collect my knife. Uh, Lord Lord Darkomancy, would you like me to take my the trash out on my way? Uh, the trash? Uh, sure, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he comes out um, Tajmil you see Wittens comes out and he's got like a wicked mischievous gleam in his eye and he looks to you and he says uh, Tajmil you can leave by the door or you can leave by the same window you left last time fine then I'm going out the window I'd steal run up the stairs and do a 360 <laughs> backflip out the window <laughs> give me but a, wait give, give me oh. a physique roll I have something to this to add, because if my plan was to egress the building now that this has become socially awkward, and I was going to take all the books that I've been carrying and go pawn them. I mean, that's, you know, I don't have any, I don't have any point for them now. You're just slowly stealing from Tony, aren't you? Okay. Oh. You're just In that case, if your intention was to leave right away, um, then he, when Wittens comes out, you're just gone. All right. Well, now that uh, that's all settled, uh, perhaps we can finally get down to brass tacks here. What about that makes you think that anything has been settled? <laughs> I thought we left the brass tacks with uh, with Crestifor. Anyways. <laughs> which he didn't have, by the way. What's up? I'm going to be honest. I don't know what any of you are saying. It, but, it's fine. Uh, we it's got wrong, a heist but... to plan, and we don't have a lot of time left before it's supposed to go down. Well, I was actually going to go do something about that today. What were you going to do? I was going to go see about talking to the local garrison. The garrison? For what? 
the Lord Mistborn soldiers who guard his place. Wait, do we even have time for a height? I uh, I thought we have a party we need to prepare for. Yes, Tony, we are preparing for a party. You're going to perform for us. Isn't that great? Oh, that's awesome! Uh, should I go get changed now? Uh, Sneed, sure. What are Why don't we you go doing practice the night your, of the party? Practice your, like, costume. Pr- practice your costume. Tony just immediately uh, takes the, the hint and goes to start changing and figuring out what outfit he's going to wear. And now that it's just the adults in the room, uh, Lord Falcone, <laughs> I was under the impression that uh, Merida was going to fill you in on some of the plan that we had come up with. Is that not the case? I was, but he ended up getting us into another situation that took my focus away. (laughs) Objection. That is patently false. Yeah, but but it's an excuse. (laughs) But continue. You agreed to go on this job. If we had something to do, you could have told me no. Yeah, but I have an excuse. (laughs) She's going to explain to him. Okay, so she explains to you that the idea was to find an excuse to have a party at the Lord Mistborn's Manor that the group would be invited to. Uh, the excuse being that you saved um, met, uh, saved Bornhum from the kidnappers. Okay. And that uh, was direct. He explains that you should have gotten the invitation. We did. Um, that you received. And that there needed to be a plan worked out where a distraction was ensued by the group that was supposed to be there to allow an infiltration team in to find what they were looking for. Well, I'm going to be honest. I don't really want to go to this this party as a guest of honor at all. It's not in my outlook. Well, uh... I was thinking that uh, possibly Tajmil shouldn't be on that list as well, and that maybe he should be part of the infiltration team. Um, yeah, I'll talk to him about that. I heard glass breaking, so... <laughs> no, he, he went out the door. Oh, he went out the door since, this time. Since he was gone when Wittens came through. Okay. I... Wait, I thought he still went out the window. Well, if his plan was to leave, then he just left. To the window, to the wall. Oh, yeah, no, I can go out the window if need be. I mean, it's already broken. <laughs> no, no, Till no, this car is broken. I was asking us. which one you did. Oh. I thought you were still jumping out the window just Oh, I, I wanted to really pawn those books that I was uh, supposed to be carrying for you to kind of recoup. And anyways, okay, the books so could cushion his fall. That. that was his mistake last time. <laughs> yeah, just lead with a book. That way it scrapes the book and not your face. No, no, no windows breaking. Okay. Let's, well, let's I, try and keep the party conflict to a minimum here. I heard Tajmil leaving, so I'll go talk to him later, I think. I hope. I'll be the designated Tony babysitter. So from the sound of it, we're going to have uh, you and Tony be in charge of the distraction, and then uh, Lord Falcone, Tajmil, myself, and the other four... We're going to be in charge of actually getting in, getting the stuff, and getting out. Yes. Yes. Well, I've got some more information that I've managed to learn in the time since. Uh, working with the plant that uh, Glim was able to put inside the Lord Mistborn's Manor for us. Or not put, but rather bribe onto our side. See, uh, going over those uh, plans that I was given, uh, you know, uh, when we first, when I first met at least you, Lord Falcone, Merida and I have known each other for... Longer than I would expect her to screw me over like that. But 
Sorry to bring that up again. It still hurts just a little bit. I was able to figure out by getting a tour of the manor that whatever it is we're looking for, it's in a room that's not on these plants. Hmm. So we'll need Taj Mail, won't we? Well, uh, wouldn't hurt to have a coin shot looking yeah. for some sort of steel secret passage that could be marked out by the metal. Well, we're and considering the Lord Mistborn himself is, is a Mistborn. It makes sense that it would have some sort of uh, metalborn catch to stop anybody else from getting in. Yeah, possible metalborn locks. We have a Mistborn on our team, right? No, uh, Lady Fatine is a uh, pewter arm. Liv is a Tin-Eye. Oh. Um, Taman, I don't think, has any powers. Okay. No, uh, Taman is a smoker. Okay. I don't know why I thought there was a... And Snee is a lurcher. Oh, Snee is a lurcher. Oh. By our so, powers combined. Well, I don't... Lord Falcom has no idea that he is a... No, he did a lurching trick with Tajmil, didn't he, one time? No, he pulled on the ATM bead in Merida's pocket. I don't think oh, Merida okay. ever... Okay, so I wouldn't know that. verbalized that. So he would have no idea that he is a lurcher. Well, we might have to have other Alamancers with us just to make sure we can get through any of the locks or caches. He could have used any of the metals to hide things. So the more Alamancers we can bring, probably the better. Well, I think we got our bases covered as far as the physical metals go. I'm a lurcher, in case Meredith didn't fill you in on that. Uh, if we can convince Tajmil to be reliable, then we've got a coin shot there. We've got you, who works as uh, a pewter arm, I guess, if that's what you're going for, and Lady Fatine as well, for that matter. So, if, if nothing else, we can strong arm our way into it if we can find this cache in which we'll have Liv with us, so we don't need to pull Merida away from the distraction. Well, unfortunately, if this is happening soon, I'm not going to be in the best physical shape. And he points to his leg, because that's still definitely scarred or, like, fucked up. I messed up. Yeah, lacerated. Yeah, because I did not heal that. Does it stay well, lacerated? Well, uh, need be, Lady Fatine can uh, laceration to your leg is what the burden was. Yeah, but it's, like, it's healed, right? Because it's been... It's only been a couple days. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, I thought more time had passed between the... Yeah. Between you and Lady Fatine, I'm confident we can find a way to brute force our way into whatever paper bag we gotta break into. Okay. But, ideally, this is gonna go go without a hitch, and we won't need to make that kind of noise. I don't know what kind of distraction Tony's gonna be able to put forward, but if they hear us breaking up the floorboards, then... We might as well just kick this, uh, kick this whole mission goodbye. So, so remember what I hear that, Meredith. Loud, and I think Tony can do that. And right on cue, you hear Tony like shuffling around upstairs, like, "No, no, no, Th this one's not shiny enough." You know, I think I have a great idea. We could cause a panic with Fluffles. How would you get Fluffles far enough into the door to start a panic? Without starting the panic early. I would object to that, just for Fluffle's sake. <laughs> just to keep up appearances about the reason for him uh, ditching Fluffles. How big is Fluffles right now? 
Um, Fluffles is a little smaller than a Great Dane. Like a full Great Dane? Uh, smaller than a full Great Dane. Okay. But Big bigger than a miniature Great Dane. You know, if Tony's going to do a performance, like a magic act, we can act like it's his stuff that he's wheeling in under a curtain. You think the the guy will be okay with that? He seems a little protective of that little mush pile. I mean, I think things will go horribly unexpected as soon as you involve that Miss Wraith in anything. Yeah, but sometimes that's good. Have a full-blown panic, people can't hear you. I mean, either that or the guard sees you because you're carrying a Mist Wraith into a ball. That is true. Are you are you going to keep Fluffles quiet? Worst case scenario, we lose our distraction if he's not able to get in. Because if Fluffles doesn't get in, I don't think Tony's going to get in. No, I don't think that... I think it's better if we don't involve Fluffles so much and we involve Tony's rioting. Now, the question is... Will Tony actually go in without Fluffles? Well, as far as... I know we don't maybe, have any maybe we way should to get Tony back in this conversation because I'm uh I've got a few concerns that only he can address as well. That's fair. Meredith uh... screams up, Tony, come show us your outfit. <laughs> oh, I, I'm not ready yet. I've I've only got half of one on and half of the other. Get one full on and come down quick. All right. Uh Tony comes down with uh what am I going to do? He, an emerald green suit with an emerald green top hat and a cape. And um, it's got like inlays of of silver thread. And he's got like a, a emerald green cane with like a, a it, it looks like a jewel on top, but it's really just like a crystal doorknob, you know, something not that expensive. What do you think? It's great. I think never show it to Tajmil. He will rip it off of you by force and run away with it. And let's jump over to Tajmil real quick. Tajmil, what are you up to? Well, you know me. I'm just trying to recoup my losses. So I'm at the pawn shop, and I'm like, listen, these books here, I got I got a whole bag full of them. No, no, no. Cut me a deal, all right? I don't care what it is. It just needs to be one resource. That's all I'm looking for. So what do you say? Come on. Quick interjection, Trevor. Can it be Jane who's now working Um, Tajmil, give me a spirit roll. Oh boy, seven. Got fired from his other, quit his other job, and then got fired from the other. I got two fives, two fours, three twos. Yeah, not Jame. Too high of numbers. Aw, man. Um, if you want to, you can go ahead and sell the books, and then I'll put you at negative two resources. I'm not going to give you a permanent resource right. back for that. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I'll take that. Um, where are you going after you are uh, leaving your fence? Oh, I'm going back to Witten to <laughs> throw it in his Jesus face. Christ. <laughs> okay. Um, let's jump back to uh, Tony in the group then. So, one of the problems I'm foreseeing is if Tony uses his rioting. There's a lot of people at this ball that are going to immediately know it's him. We kind of just ran into this problem. Well, of course they know it's me. I'm on the I'm on the invite. Well, the whole point. Are you ready for that kind of heat? Cuz 
I don't think a lot of people are going to appreciate. Yeah, I've got a heat machine right here. And he rolls up his sleeve and, and, and shows I wouldn't it. point what, that what at What kind anybody. of distraction are you looking to, to create for us? Like, how are you going to prevent people from leaving the party and discovering what we're doing? What What do you mean? They're there to see me. I'm going to create a big magic show. So first I'll use, like, my fireballs... And uh, I've been thinking about since now that Fluffles is bigger, I might do like a he pretends to eat me trick. And, you know, then I'll be like, oh, no, help. This Miss, Miss Wraith is eating me. Just kidding. We're friends. And look, fire. Boom, boom. And I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe we'll do one of those like sawing someone in half kind of tricks. But I need to figure out who I'll hire as my assistant for that. Merida just kind of turns over and looks at Falcone with a like you see face. I'm not going to be there. This is up to you. <laughs> You're in as the room. wonderful as all that sounds, I see one glaring flaw in this idea. What's that? What do you know about Jim Darkomancy? Jim. <laughs> and Tony's face just immediately, like, sours. His whole posture, like, sags. Jim is always upstanding. Oh, I get it. You don't, you don't think I'm good enough to compete with Jim, is so that it? Well, we... let's just say that uh, your cousin Jim here starts sour-talking your act or starts doing something to sabotage you. How do I know that with you saying he's always upstaging you anyway, that he's you're going to be able to keep this crowd's attention when he's the, the main act? He's the big cojone. I mean, you look at this invitation and it says Jim Darkomancy, and then you can barely read Tony Darkomancy and friends at the bottom. Damn it, you're right. We need something bigger. I need to go back to Bornum's and see if he can get me a bigger version of our contraption. We'll just make the biggest fireballs ever. Wait, so you want to set this house on fire? What? No, no. We need big flashes. It needs to be so amazingly exciting that no one can look away. I think you're talking about a bomb. And then Jim can eat it. That's a bomb. Yeah, I'm not following you. What's he talking about fireballs and such? Well... Well, this, and then uh, Tony Tony does the, like, fire thing from his contraption. Um, give me a spirit roll. Difficulty All two. Right. How small is this room? How big is the fireball? Just two nudges. I'll re-roll. Just a nudge. Okay. You shoot the fireball off, or you were doing the fireball and not, like, the flash paper, right? Yep. Right, you shoot the fireball off, and it hits a vase of flowers in the middle of the table, and the flowers catch fire. Oh no! Uh, Widdens, quick! Get water! It definitely looks like he wants to set the house I'm going to look at Snee and say, <laughs> it's distracting, though. It is distracting, but I don't know um, how much, like... Snee? It, it just seems a little un- unreliable. We're not going to be there. And Tony starts trying to beat out the fire with his cape. Yeah, but if we get in this underground bunker and it's extensive, how? what if we get back to the trap door and the entire house is on fire above us? They wouldn't let that happen. They'd probably dedicate every... I think you're underestimating just the amount of catastrophe that Tony Docomancy can be. No. No, I, I know. I know what he can do. That's what Merida is for. Merida... You need an even bigger bucket of water than 
Tony can bring fireballs. So as long as we have that covered, I think we might be good. Uh, Tony, uh, I are you are you gonna set the place on fire or is you just using that to keep? Pe- Here's the thing: we don't have, we only get one shot at this. If we fail, I think it's all our heads. I don't think Alloy is gonna let us stick around to tell people that we failed to get this job done. Now, I don't think that he's homicidal enough that he's going to kill us if we succeed in this job, but what's to stop somebody as powerful as that from just snapping all of our necks and burying us in his basement? Can I burst through the door at this time and say, that's where... Not quite yet. No, it's too soon. Fair enough. I think Merida's going to, like, lean down to Snee and whisper in his ear, like, what if we start a fight between Jim and Tony? What kind of fight are you talking about? Like fists flying, fireballs on capes? I mean, I don't think Tony's a particularly violent person, but just kind of egg them on, be like, you know, Jim is better than you, Tony's better than you. Get on like- What did you just say? We said- Tony like is immediately stops paying attention to the fire he's trying to put out when he hears Jim is better than you. Yeah. We're all just sitting around this roasting flower vase while we're like, this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if there are any any fans out there that like to draw, please fan art the calm discussion, discussion <laughs> while Tony runs around like a sim trying to put a fire <laughs> out. Oh, please. <laughs> Which, on that note, should we roll? Because I intentionally said I'm putting it out with my cape. Yeah, go ahead and make this a... I don't know what to make this. (laughs) Physique or wits? Wouldn't it be spirit? It's physique, I would think. We can make it spirit. I mean, he literally just dropped his attention, so... Does it catch on fire while he's distracted? Wow, I got twos. Um, miraculously, your cape is able to smother the fire, but the cape is now ruined. Dang it! This was, like, my third favorite outfit. Actions have consequences. So, Tony, what we were just talking about is maybe not fire. I think Jim Darkomancy might have you beat on fire. If you bring a big fireball, what? he might bring an even bigger fireball. You have to think outside the box. What? So, think something what? not fire, get something different that's even flashier than fire, and you might upstage Jim. I don't know how to make lightning. I mean, this was, this was my best idea. And Tony, like, sits down on the couch distraught, like, you know, grabbing his forehead, like, furiously thinking. Well, think up another idea for the show. Yeah, I think you can think of something in that time. You, Merida, maybe Snee could put an idea in on it. So we're, we're more leaning towards having a dueling magic show from what uh, yes. what I can tell here. With less fire. Oh, 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 I've got an idea. Merida, you've got spies. Yes? You can learn about what Jim's magic show is going to be. And we can sabotage it. What if he sets Jim on fire? <laughs> um, you think you uh, could set Jim on fire, Tony? That 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 would do, that would do. Wait. I mean, it's your trump card. It's a magic trick. We set him on fire, but he's unharmed. Hmm. 
how to do it. I mean, that would certainly grab attention, and then we could, uh, we could just say it was a family rivalry gone wrong. Teach a man to I mean, light not a that fire. You and I would have to say anything. For a night. Teach, light a man on fire, he's born for the rest of his life. And um, we'll jump ahead a little bit. We'll say that, like, discussion back and forth continues on without any ground made until uh, Tajmil shows back up at the house. Wow, it's oh. funny. When we're put on the spot oh. to abstract and talk about nothing, like, there is nothing. But if we're trying to be on topic, it is nothing. It's lightning in a bottle. <laughs> um, So I would burst back in and say, I'm the reason you don't need to be as scared. And then I'd I I would um I would take the receipt and I'd slam it down on the table and I'd just be staring at um Wittens with like this really like a look that you just want to smack it off my face so badly. So you're in the kitchen. Wittens isn't in there. Uh yeah yeah that yeah I'd bur- I'd Kramer Kramer in through the door not not the Kramer that's like the one stand up one okay but like the one from the TV show. But you're in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you see a knife appear in his hands. <laughs> um, can I? All right, can I steel push it into the floor? Uh, give me a steel pushing roll. Is that five? Yep. Difficulty one. He didn't roll anything. Oh boy. All right. Uh, I got two fives. Uh, two, a one, and another one. Yeah, he makes a, a distinct gesture with his right hand, and this knife comes flying out of his sleeve, and he catches it in his hand. And almost instantaneously, as soon as you notice that, you start burning your steel, and you push on the knife, and it flies out of his hand and sticks into the wall. And as you have your steel burning, you notice that there are about seven or eight distinct lines pointing to different parts of Witten's body. Wait, lines? Yeah, the blue lines oh, okay. that connect to any sources of okay. metal. He got more knives. Oh, okay. So then if this is the case, I'm sorry, but Wittens is going to have to go out the kitchen window. I'd steel push him out the window. Okay, give me a steel pushing rule, followed by a physique okay, so five and then a four. Not at once, though, right? Uh, Five, then four. At all at once? Okay. No. First your steel pushing, and then your other roll. Okay, I got two threes, two sixes, and a one for the first one. Okay, um, you slam him back into the wall, and he hits with a grunt and shatters the glass behind him, and suddenly you feel a piercing pain in your right oh, shoulder, no. and you take two health damage from the glass <laughs> oh, dagger that's no. embedded in your skin. <laughs> no. Well, it was worth why, it. Why did this turn to PVWs? Huh? Master Tony! Master Tony, I'm being attacked! Tony immediately runs in. Guess we're gonna run out. <laughs> you run in to run back out. So great. I'm glad we're getting a chance to explore Witten's backstory. Yeah, this a is bit, a good though. episode. I would like I would like stand there sh- with a shocked look on my face. And then I would just like Wittens, what happened? Are you okay? And Tony's got his dueling cane brandished. This scoundrel burst in and I was going to defend myself when he used his alamancy to try and throw me out the window. You broke 
another window? <laughs> and Tony immediately attacks uh, Taj Mill with crippling shame. <laughs> uh, go ahead. And give Wait, me hold a on. Alamanti versus. Hold Spirable. on. I, I would have to say, I don't think that that exists within my character to begin rioting. <laughs> I really, I really don't. I'm sitting here and I'm. I thinking do that, think that Tajmil might not understand shame. He might not. So eight, I get eight. Oh, yeah. Can Merida saddle up to Wittens and be like, "Hey, Wittens, how good are you at throwing knives?" Uh, first, give me a wits roll to see if you notice. I got three ones, two fours. Oh, wait, I got four ones, two fours, and two twos. Oh, I got twos and a nudge. Yeah, I got two fours and a nudge. You do notice the glass dagger um, sticking out of uh, Tony's, or, uh, uh, Tajmil's shoulder. Everybody except Tajmil has a glass dagger in them, according to my brain. Yeah, so she's going to saddle up to Wittens and be like, Hey, Wittens, how good are you at throwing knives? Apparently not good enough anymore. Do you think you could hit a target from, like, several feet away? He, he points at the dagger sticking out of Tajmil's shoulder. Well, I mean, like, maybe 10 to 30 or something. Something impressive. I was being steel-pushed into a window and managed to hit my target. Is that not impressive enough for you? Hey, guys, how about we include Wittens in our distraction? Wittens, there's... Some plausible so, deniability in the other room. Meanwhile, we need to resolve the... the yeah, fighting. let's jump back to Tony and uh I'm sorry. Um, so, no, no, you're fine, but, but before we continue off that thread, this is going on at the same time. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you flare... Did you flare, or were you just using... Oh, I was flaring. So did you roll seven? Seven? No, I didn't. Because you get plus one when you flare. Forgot about that. Still just threes. <laughs> okay, yeah. So you you flare your metal and you try and force as much shame onto him as you can, but unfortunately, you get the sense that Tajmil just completely shrugs it off. But Tajmil, you do feel this oppressive weight of unfamiliar emotion try and press in on you, and with a, a grit of steely resolve, you shove it to the side. Uh, Falcom, how are you reacting to these new developments, having had your one-on-one uh, -on -one with Tony about attacking the group already? Well, I don't know that he did that. Well, no, I'm not saying about the the Alamancy, but, like, Tajmil coming in and... I don't know, this. like, Lord Falcom has tried to just ignore the situation at this point, and, I guess, confronted with it. He'd probably want them to stop fighting, so he'd probably get in between the two. Now, it doesn't matter. I mean, I've got stabbed in the back. That's it? You're just going to stay in between? Well, no. It's definitely uh, in your front shoulder. Snee walks in the door, oh. and um, Snee Ooh. looks between the two. Why don't we just have uh, these two enter the potty, and they can be the distraction, because they're stopping us from doing the work that we really need to get done. <laughs> uh, that All right. This is true. Tajmil, what is going it. on with you? What's going on with me is I've got this uh, butler here that I'm probably going to sue the pants off of, and I just stare at him and, like, then wince at the while grabbing the knife and stuff. 
dartboard Taj Mahal. He is like a hundred years old, and you Absolutely. pushed him into a wall. <laughs> yeah, but as soon as I walk in the door, this guy's already—he's already done throwing me from the second story window. You know, as soon as I walk in the door, I see this guy standing there with a Taj Mahal. You are lucky that we didn't stab you upon entering the room. You are so suspicious. What do you mean? I'm the least suspicious person here. When is the last time you stole from this building? Well, wait, I'm the only one with an alibi. I haven't been conspiring. I've been being an entrepreneur. By selling someone's other, someone else's books. I got twos. You notice that Tajmil doesn't have the backpack that he, uh, that he was carrying your books in. Oh, no! Wait, Tajmil, where are my books? I said you were fired. Um, how dumb is Tony? Very uh, dumb. Okay, would he remember that this would would this scar have been preve- like prevalent enough to him that he would remember it, or could I? Uh... Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, like, okay, he walked in when Witness was suturing you up. <laughs> okay, I just wasn't sure if he had goldfish memory though. Um, well, uh, Tony, to be quite honest with you, I lost him. I totally lost him. I was upset about you firing me. Can Mary witch I... roll to see if she notices the receipt? Sure. Oh, two fives and a nudge. Yeah, you see the receipt on the counter. She grabs it and shoves it at Tony. You sold my books? I gasp. I say, oh my gosh, the assailants came here to leave their M.O. for the crime. Get out. You're, You're grounded from the house. Not my real mom. Uh, Sneeze gonna look at Falcone. <laughs> We're all dead, aren't we? Like, this just is not ever gonna happen. We're gonna... We're either captured by the Lord Mistborn, or Ally's gonna hunt us down and kill us when we can't get this done for him. Well, Snee, you can do like I've done, and just live in the moment. It's rust or ruin either way. So, might as well do something. We can try. Like I said, we're going to be in another building. I am assured of that. Right? Tajmil. What's that? Tajmil. What's that? You love to steal, don't you? It's why I live. Why are you jeopardizing the biggest possible score of your life? I mean, you could you have the chance here to be better than the survivor himself. You get to steal from his heir. Well, and you're gonna you're gonna throw it away over books. I mean, when you put it like that, it kind of makes sense. I didn't realize I was gonna be on Doctor Phil, though. But yeah, I guess. Octong, Octong. I guess I could kind of. I'm like ducking as he's like pecking my scalp. It's like I guess I could probably put the small stuff off if we're planning on doing a big dirty. What do you say, Tony? Forgive me, and then I put my hand out to uh, like offer a shake. I say that we can meet somewhere else, because you're not welcome in this apartment for a while. Oh, all right. Well, then I'd have to grant his wishes and uh, leave for this scene right now, at least. Slouch off, kind of. Well, uh, it it seemed like the old man here didn't really want to hear what's been going on anyway. and We've probably said too much in front of him. So um, why don't we take this party over to my tent? Wittens is a very old man with a very poor memory. 
Oh, the worst memory. Who are you again? No, never mind. It Who's wins. The it's all right. It's all right. Uh, go find whatever you're looking for. And uh, Tony, Tony gives him a hug before leaving, and um, riots his sense of uh, peace, calm. I don't know what I would do. He wants to make him feel better. Okay, give me an alamancy roll. Uh, fives and a nudge. Uh, you see a big dopey grin spread across, across Witten's face as he pot, uh, pats you fondly on the head. And then I follow the rest of the group to uh, Snee's place. Well, doesn't Snee kind of live in, like, the bad part of town? Yeah, yeah so that'd probably be where I'd By swank off, though, to myself. I mean, it's familiar. Well, he'd, he'd like, stop you from going and offer oh, this okay. as a way to keep the conversation running. All right. I'd, yeah, okay. I'd go with them. Follow them wherever we need to to continue the uh, c- conspiracy. Now, uh, whatever little group dynamic has been destroyed here, I need you people to hold it together for the next week so that way we can get all of the riches we've ever dreamed of when we bring this to Alloy. Because uh, I'm not going down for this because you bozos can't keep it together. I don't know how you managed to get not only one beat of ATM, but two when you're at each other's throats. But that that is done now. We are rusting done with that, and we are focused on the mission. Do you understand, Tajmil? You yes, want to make sir. a name for yourself as the greatest know. thief on this side of the Catasandra. Isn't that right? That's the only... Yeah, that's the only reason I'm here. That's it. That's you summed it up perfectly. I couldn't have said it. Any then I need myself. you to start acting like it, because, quite frankly, you're gonna make a lot of enemies, and this is not a business you want enemies in. I'm just nodding to him, like I, you're, you're a hundred percent right. So we agreed here that from this point on, whatever our personal disagreements, we are about the mission. All right. So. As I understand it, the plan so far, Tony, da, Tony and Merida enter the party as representatives of the group that were invited. And Fluffles. And Fluffles, I guess. They create a distraction by starting a dueling magic show with Jim Darkomancy, where he may or may not end up on fire. I don't care about the details, Merida. You, you can work that out with Tony as long as we get a distraction good enough that Glim... Glim probably won't be on the ground team, but Taman, Liv, and Lady Fatine, and Fan, uh, Fatine will all be in with Falcom, Tajmil, and I as we scour the floors for this hidden tra- this hidden trap door. And from that point on, we try and make the heist and get out clean. Am I understanding that correctly? Yes. yes. I have a- another plan to get in with the guards if we have time, but I have no idea if we do. Well, broad strokes. We'll get in still, either way. We do We do already have one plant inside the manor. Yes, but we, we also want to know the location of this thing so we don't have to go in blind, right? Well, I've, I've been working on that since you guys left town, and I'm, like I said, if there's, if there's a room where this is, it's not on these floor plants because I did my best to, to scout every single room in there given a personal tour. Okay. Now, I didn't burn any metals while I was in there, because I know that they've got a a seeker in there, and I didn't want to blow my cover. But, 
if if there's something going on there, it's not something that one of the regular run-of-the-mill servants is going to know about. Of course. What if we got one of those faceless immortals, like from the from the words of founding, to help us out, and then disguise as the Lord Mistborn? You can find that good luck. You know how those work, right? Oh, of course not. We'd have to kill the Lord Mistborn in order for one of those faceless immortals to take him over. Oh. Oh, that that wouldn't work then. I'm not looking to make those kind of enemies. Well, yeah, and it's the Lord Mistborn. Who'd want to kill him? Well, either way, if if the legends are to be believed, we, uh, we'd need a beat of adium in order to bribe a, one of them anyway and... Well, I don't think uh, that's quite an option anymore, is it? Because I'm not spending my own beat on this. I'm looking to profit as much as possible. You still have it? I can neither confirm nor deny that. Of course. Given the history this group has with stealing from other thieves. We're on a team now, Snee. We don't steal from people we're on teams with. Everyone looks at Tajmil. What the heck? I, I think my missing books begs to differ. I'm going to take that at face value because I don't want to die from Alloy killing us for failing to get his box. I agree with you. I I do realize that is a very real threat, almost greater than any other threat. We're in it for the long run. So then I guess um, I will set up a meeting with the rest of the group and uh, we will uh, continue this conversation when uh, when it's just... Just the party that's infiltrating. Merda and Tony, I trust you two to come up with your own plan to make this distraction a reality, to give us the chance we need to make this succeed. Because I gotta tell you, what I've seen today makes me nervous, and I do not like to be nervous. Neither do I. We'll get it right. Merda, do you know how to make lightning? Lightning's definitely better and more flashy than fire. We'll get it right. Then uh, I'll be in touch with you, Taj Mule. Um, I'm going to have, uh, something to discuss with Lord Falcone. Okay. Why don't you follow me to my go home? go for some tea anyway. You probably know where that is already, don't you? Oh, <laughs> you know me too well, Lord Falcone. You know me too well. Well, it's walk and, and talk. And, uh, Snee gives a little clap. And three guys come from the adjacent stalls and come and stand in uh, points around the room right next to any of the merchandise Snee would have laying out and watch Tajmil like a hawk as Snee walks out with uh, Lord Falcone. Well, I feel like uh, I could use some decompressing, so I'm going to go get some tea. Yep. And Tony heads back to his uh, apartment. Mary's going to follow him. Um, I'd follow them. I'm turning over a new leaf. I've you know, You're still not allowed in the house. I'll just stand there and and you know what? I'll just stand outside the kitchen window then. <laughs> Please make it rain. Perfect I describe it Witten's. as raining, thus it is raining. <laughs> Witten's just happens to empty the chamber pot from the second story window. The broken one. <laughs> There's a broken one? The one you originally leaped out of. I don't think it's repaired yet. Oh, I thought the chamber pot was broken. <laughs> No, the window. Okay, uh, I'm going to give us the wrap-up in just a second, but first I'm going to pull David into a second channel. Yeehaw. What's up, Trevor? Um, I hope that this is one of the things you've seen coming. <laughs> yeah. Tajmil's got to go. You understand that, don't you, Falcom? In a way, but I think he's also 
a self-fulfilling prophecy. He'll take we care. can't wait for him to self-destruct. And there's one thing that we we don't have that we need to make this plan a success. And that's a fall guy. I agree. I was just about to suggest that. Tashmiel if we has do to get, be our fall guy. If we do get caught... Not even if we get caught. We have got to find a way to leave him trapped in that basement so he takes the heat for this. He has burned every bridge. He's ruined his chances with your group. I know that he pissed off Alloy. Is this I a, was there. Is this a directive or no? I'm not saying that this is something that we have to do, but I'm saying this is something that we have to do. Let me, I think you know that too. Let me talk with the guards, and we might be able to work something more clean out. You heard how he is. If I can't kill him. Sneed. I'm not saying we need to kill him, but I, when I the can't. time comes... He's part of our group. We leave, he stays. I can agree to that. I expect you to back me up on that. I can, but we have to make it clean. Otherwise, you see what he's up to now. I can, I can arrange things on our end to make sure that even if he were to sing like a bird, no one will ever believe him, and they, I mean... And if we're on just, it... Just trust me on this. If we leave him in that house where he will get caught and we get away clean, that will be the end of it. I I can agree to that. And I also think Tony and Merida might be burnt as soon as they go through with this. Well, if all goes according to plan, they won't. They, no one will be any the wiser about their involvement with this. I don't think it's going to go according to plan then I guess we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. I guess we will. Just be prepared. I'll be prepared to do what we have to do. I'm glad we had this talk. And he's going to break off and head back to his tent. And I'll head to, like, my actual house. Yeah, that's where we're going to call it for this week. Uh, Thank you all for listening very much. Uh, We will be back in two weeks' time, and I hope you join us for that. Bye. 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 Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment. The Mistborn Adventure Game is a product of Crafty Games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo and to Boardroom Design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at LLOS Podcast. Or give us an email at lostlegendsofscadriel at gmail.com. We hope that you'll like and share and give us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. All right, let's say some words that nobody can understand on three. One, two, three. Wasing the needing of being a group. What's that? <laughs> High Imperial. Words that nobody understood. High Imperial would actually be super popular right now, wouldn't it? Probably in its heyday. Mm-hmm.